Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to chat about horror movies. So, it's the start of a new year, 2022, and I have an episode to share with you all. This is, or should be, the first episode that is published on uh, my new podcast host. I moved away from Anchor FM and moved to Sounder FM. I don't know why all these podcast hosts like to use FM as it's a cute thing, as if they're a radio station, of course, podcasts are not on the radio, generally. But anyway, I switched hosts. Um, my All of Them Witches podcast seems fine, safe. It looks like the transition worked well. Um, I think I made a mistake on one of my other podcasts. Oops. Uh, but hopefully not too big of a deal there, what I did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so now we're on the new host. And as long as you hear this episode, then that means the host migration worked. Everything should be grabbing from the new feed, which is where this is posted. And if not, then I guess I'll find out soon, and uh, this may be delayed a little bit. But it is what it is. I couldn't really help. It is my first time, obviously, switching podcast hosts, but uh, it seems like it wasn't too bad overall. Okay, so let's see here. Um, some movies I've watched before. We get to the movie that we're talking about today. Um, I think I mentioned on this podcast, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, I don't know, honestly. Um... On January 1st, I watched three things. I watched Edward II, The Holy Mountain, and L.A. Place itself. Um, nothing really to say about any of those except I love The Holy Mountain. Um, I need to watch Jodorowsky's other movies now because I've never seen them somehow. You know, they've been on my list since I was in high school, but I just never got around to them. So hopefully in 2022, that will be the year I finally watch, you know, more of his stuff. And then since then I watched Gerald's Game, which is very terrible. I don't know why I watched that. Um, the Scary of 61st, a very unexpected and odd and strange film. Um, I was considering covering it, but I think I, I, I don't know if I can. It's so uh, <laughs> weird. Um, and I watch a lot of weird things, but it was just very unexpected. Um movie basically about conspiracy and uh mm, child abuse and a haunting possession anyway yeah i watched a different story just a movie about two gay people who get married for not because they're in love but then they fall in love and have a child together i don't know uh it could have been a really good movie uh, i don't think that they knew how to continue after the two fall in love so it kind of progressed and got worse from there sadly um i watched beanie mania that was fine um trouble every day another movie i considered covering but i don't know that i will um they're playing with fire no idea why i watched that it was just on 2b and i'm like what's that uh yeah i, I honestly uh not not gonna recommend they're playing with fire uh, Dark August uh, was on Shudder, and I thought I've heard on a couple podcasts recently that it was pretty good. I really didn't like it, actually. It's very enigmatic, but I just felt it was very slow and really nothing happens. Uh, Vice versa China, a documentary about Ch the wrestler China, and then the movie which I'm going to be talking about today, Come to Daddy. So, yeah. That's my movie watching so far this month.
It's me. Nor, I got your letter. I never thought I'd see you again. For how long has it been? A long time. A long time, yeah. I realize I know nothing about you. Boy, your mom really doesn't talk about me, does she? Oh, really? <laughs> mom, hey, it's Dad. He, he's, he's not how I imagined him. He's not used to having people around. Why did you ask me to come here? I don't want to discuss it. I need to know why you sent that letter. I gotta take a crap. I know what's happening. You got no idea what's happening here. I could see. Ever been in a fight? I once have kicked the guy's ear off. I got this theory. Bad guys have eyes that look like razors. <laughs> you have to kill him? I'm not a murderer. You just killed somebody five minutes ago. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up being best friends. Come here! Come to daddy! Alright, so I knew nothing about Come to Daddy except that it has like Elijah Wood in it. And uh, really, that's it. I didn't understand the name necessarily because it had to do with a father. Um, and that was it. So when this movie started off, it uh, started with two quotes. I think one of the quotes was from Shakespeare and the other quote was, There, was, there is no one else like my daddy, quoted as uh, being from Beyonce. And I was like, okay, that's a tone to start off on. Um, because, yeah, is this, is this movie comedy? Is it a black comedy? I don't know. So that was me. I was already, you know, off kilter. So we start off with Elijah Wood coming through. He's on a little bus. He starts walking, walking, walking. In the middle of nowhere, it appears. Um, I wasn't really paying attention because I couldn't get over his hair. I really don't like it. It's kind of like a friar look, but short. Mm, I don't know. I was just not into it at all. I'm like, mm, you're you're trying too hard. So and this and Elijah Wood's character's name is Norval. So Norval finally arrives at a home, and he runs and he opens the door and who's inside? Uh, his father, Gordon, and his father basically sent him a letter that said, "Hey, let's you know meet up and here's how to get here." So that's why, of course, Norval came all the way out here. But as we learned throughout the movie, this is a very, you know, they haven't been together for like 30 years, basically, because when Norval was a child, his father left him and his mother, and basically that was it. There was never any contact ever again. So this is the first time he's been contacted again, and that's why he came. He's just like, I don't understand why you invited me, but I'm going to accept this. So they meet, and... Aside from exchanging hugs, they don't really seem to get along at all. Um, it's just, it's not going well. 
they go to take a selfie outside because the house kind of overlooks a, a beachy area and uh, Norval's like super rare limited edition of just 20 gold phones is by his father's hand dropped into the ocean and I was like good that is so stupid you with your like stupid gold phone like whatever anyway so they're really not getting along and there's a part where they're talking and it's very awkward and Norval is basically pimping, pimping himself up as like a big music person but it's like no idea what you actually do you're just kind of saying words um and he talks about how he is great friends with a famous musician, Elton John. And the dad says he was a limo driver. And that, well, wouldn't you know it, I actually was Elton John's limo driver for a certain amount of years. And isn't that so funny that we're both great friends of his? So the dad is threatening to call Elton John. And of course, Norval is like, oh my god, please don't. Because he was just lying his ass off to impress his father but obviously this father clearly has no interest in like hipster things so why would he care why would this be the thing to impress him Ooh, i'm friends with elton john that's such a weird thing to lie about anyway so he reveals he was lying yep so that ends their awkward first day together and while norval is in bed he hears uh, the dad talking to someone but he doesn't really know what's going on he just kind of hears it Next day, the two are getting angry at each other because clearly the things are just not working out. But as part of this argument, suddenly Gordon goes and grabs a knife. It's like, whoa, that's a huge... Uh, that is like hugely not the expected response from someone who's in an argument to just have them suddenly pull a knife on you. Um, but when the dad is going to attack, he actually has a heart attack and dies. So Norval's just freaked out, really freaked out, because he was about to get attacked, but then his dad died. So he calls the police, and they come, and the coroner comes. The coroner who helps is Gladys. She seems very kind to him, very friendly, very motherly, really. And so after that, it's like they'll be able to put some stuff in the body so it doesn't like, get all nasty, but the body's going to have to stay in the house because I guess there's not enough room I don't know, <laughs> in the morgue. Anyway, yeah. So at night, Norval hears something in the house. He gets a call, but there's nobody there. And he starts drinking, which in the early part of the movie, he said he didn't drink anymore because he was like addicted. He did not use the word, um, you know, that he was addicted to alcohol. He didn't say he was an alcoholic. He used some other fancy term, but whatever. So he starts drinking. While he's there, he's looking around and he finds a secret uh, compartment in the wall. He pulls it out and there's pictures of him and his dad. But the dad in the pictures looks nothing like Gordon. So that's when he realized, okay, this person who you've been hanging out with is not your father. So then he, because he's still hearing these noises, so he finds that this like thing in the middle of the room that was covered and it's like a thing that opens into the like a basement area and in there is a man chained under the building and the man who's chained up is his father so the father's there chained up and at this point 
he's saying, okay, yeah, you know, I am your father for real. I am Brian, but you have to help me because someone is going to come and you need to kill them before they kill me. But of course, Norval, being the baby that he is, is able to watch this scene play out where the bad guy comes and stabs his father. And only after that, only when the father is like, kill him, explicitly saying to Norval to kill him, that the man notices Norval and attacks. He does get hit by Norval, but he's not killed. So, whatever. The man flees, and um, the father reveals, you know, what happened to him, why he was gone all this time, which is basically that Brian, the father, did crimes with this group of men, and at the end he stole their earnings. So that's why they're, you know, coming for him. But these this this life of crime is what facilitated Norval's plush life, living in, it seems, Beverly Hills with a single mom and able to just live this, you know, beautiful life. It's because of stolen money. But anyway, um, they do have to get Brian out of his handcuffy thing, but they, they do that, it's fine. Uh, they get him upstairs, but unfortunately... Uh, like was mentioned, there's more than one guy. So there's a man in the bathroom who attacks, but Norval is able to kill him in a very unorthodox way. First, he like stabs him in the crotch with his kitchen utensil thing, and then uses saran wrap to suffocate him. So this is the first murder which Norval has committed. And then there's the other man who, because he finds out Norval's family home address, is going to obviously go kill the mother if he isn't stopped. So Norval gets in the car with him, and, you know, goes on his drive till he ends up at a motel. One thing I was wondering is why didn't Norval do the classic horror thing where he just sits in the backseat of the car ready to kill, and when the guy went in the car, then he'd just be killed there. Why, like, have to be in his trunk and follow him home or wherever he's going? Seems like a little bit too much work. Also, you might, like, lose the element of surprise a bit, depending, versus just being in the backseat. You could just spring up and they, there's nothing they can do. So, yeah, anyway, he goes to this motel, and, uh, you know, he gets in there to the room where the bad guy is. Fortunately, the bad guy has a woman with him who is, like, able to be very strong, so she basically stops him while the bad guy stabs Norval. But for whatever reason, I guess it's kind of, I don't know, like it's um, deus ex machina, that as the bad guy is driving off from the motel, he crashes into a sign on the side of the road, or the sign fell at him. I'm not sure, but either way, he is killed. Uh, well, he's not actually killed in that moment, but he's like part of his head is shaved off so you can see into his brain. Um, but Norval finds him. They talk briefly, and then Norval finally kills him by stabbing him in the, the exposed brain. And then at the end of the movie, Norval goes back to reunite with his true father, Brian, and uh, that's basically it. So for me, this whole movie, I really didn't know what to expect, and I'm not sure what kind of movie this is. It's not really horror. I thought it was horror. I mean, because you could see that, right? The name coming to daddy is like horror-ish. Could be, or it could be porn, I suppose, but it's not. Um, so I just, I didn't know. And I mean, there is murder, there is violence, 
but it's not super horrific. It is, it's, I guess it's kind of suspenseful in the early half where you've got this father who seems to have some sort of secrets going on and is dangerous, but it kind of, it kind of flips out of that mode once you get into this action of there's a bad guy or there's bad guys and they're coming and they're going to kill you and they're going to kill your family. Um, and for me, it was just kind of strange. Not in a bad way necessarily, but strange all the same. I was just, you know, I was just like, what is this about truly? Um, you know, I, I don't really like the normal character at any point in this movie because he's just stupid and annoying and childish and babyish. Um, he does, I guess, grow after he murders, but is that the way for people to mature? I guess it's one way. For me, though, I was like, what is this saying? I don't know. Uh, that you're not a true man unless you embrace violence. No, I'm sure that's not the point. But it was odd, all the same. Um, there's certainly bits of humor in this whole movie. You know, when Brian is down there chained up and they decide to dislocate his thumb, which is a classic way to get out of handcuffs, but that's not enough. So they break another finger and that is still not enough before realizing that they didn't have to do that at all They because the chain is just kind of held up by a little thing at the end and they could just take that off and then, you know, the father can just have his arm chained up but just carry that chain around with him because it would no longer be attached to the wall. So just silly things like that. Um, I think it was kind of funny that they that uh, Norval encountered a bad guy in the bathroom just sitting there peeing or pooping uh, with headphones on and then it's just attacked. Things like that are silly to me. Um, the whole fact that he has a very strange relationship with women. Um, his mother is just like very responsive to her, very much always needing her assistance. And temporarily Gladys kind of becomes that person for him because she's so kind. Although weirdly when he's drunk, he tries to basically hit on her and have her come over, which is weird if you consider her mother figure, but whatever. <laughs> I think, I don't know that I would recommend this movie really at all um, because it's definitely not horror um, and that's kind of what I was hoping for. But if you're not coming into it that way, if you're not coming into it with a weird horror mindset like me, if you're coming into it like, hmm, I don't know, I'm just going to watch some movie about a, a weird uh, man-child Elijah Wood and... Uh, his super strange father, yeah, and there's like violence. Okay, um, if you're what if you're just like in the mood for something, then sure. But for me, I was I was definitely kind of the I don't think the rug was pulled out from under me a bit, and as a result, that's why I was kind of like I don't know what I'm feeling about this movie, but I don't think it's what I thought it was at all. So um, that's me, and I think that is all there really is to say about this film. It's not super deep. It's mostly surface level. Um, I did like that, that at least the dad and him got to reunite at the end, although I'm not sure if the dad is dying um, because he may be. Anyway, it is what it is. And um, it was a way to spend an hour and a half, so I guess I can't complain. Anyway, um, that is all for this episode, and we will be back in two weeks with another movie, hopefully more horror than this. Thank you for listening, and see you then.